What's up, everyone? I want to tell you about a car that you are going to love. Check it out. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, I love that, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. So let's say you're ready to take the family on a camping trip or something like that. The Santa Fe is perfect for you. You've got all-wheel drive. You can load everyone up in the third row. It's time to start being adventurous, and you need the right car, and that's the Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride-or-die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Regression or progression. Tight end edition. Next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT in 5. I'm Chris Towers. I'm here with Dan Schneier. We're talking about some tight ends. Taking a look at what they did last season and whether they think we think they're going to be better or worse than they were a year ago. And, you know, we, we just recorded, you heard it on your feed on Friday, uh, some bounce back stuff. And we talked about Mark Andrews. I don't think we need to go into him. I think everybody expects him to be better this season than he was last season. But let's start with one of the big surprises of last season, TJ Hawkinson, who ended up being the number four tight end in points per game. He was the number two tight end in overall scoring last season, obviously played a huge role after that trade to Minnesota. Do we think he's going to be better or worse in 2023? I'm going to go with worse here, Chris. I just think what we're looking at this Minnesota team, a lot of what we saw with Hawkinson last year was volume based. Mm -hmm. Now you bring in Jordan Addison, who quite clearly at this stage of his career versus Adam Thielen is going to offer you more from a separation standpoint than Thielen could give Minnesota last year. And so I think Addison kind of becomes, and especially in the ways that Addison wins, it's in similar areas to where Hawkinson wins. It's those layup routes, as I like to call them, those get open quick and present a target right away for the quarterback so he doesn't have to hold on to the football. So if that rapport starts to build with Cousins and Addison early, that's when I think you start to jump off the Hawkinson trade. To me, he's not worth the premium price that it costs to get him. Yeah, I mostly agree with that. I, I think he's, it, it's always tough when you're talking about the tight end position because when you're playing fantasy football, like I, I play and analyze fantasy baseball and the, the rosters are so much bigger, right? You're starting 23 players in a Roto League. In fantasy football, you're starting nine. And it's a kicker and a defense. So like you're actually good players. There's only a handful of spots for them. And I want as many possible difference makers as I can in each spot. And TJ Hawkinson, like it's nice to have a tight end that you just don't have to yeah. worry about, right? Like he's probably going to get like eight points 
at minimum every game. He's going to catch four passes for 40 yards in his worst games, right? And you'll get the occasional, you know, eight catches for 90 yards and a touchdown kind of game from him. But like, he's probably not going to be a consistent difference maker. And that's a tough player to to invest in, especially if it's going to cost, you know, a, a fifth round pick like it might right. with Hawkinson. So that's a tough one. A guy who certainly has difference making potential. And I think I don't want to speak for you, but I certainly assume Kyle Pitts is going to take a big step forward from where he was last season. What do you think? This is a tough one for me, Chris. I love Kyle Pitts prospect. I've been in your camp. We've both been drafting him way too much the past two seasons. <laughs> I just know it in auction leagues. I've gone crazy. I put him in the, but I love the talent, but I am very concerned that Desmond Ritter will be as bad as Marcus Mariota was as a passer. And now we have Bijan Robinson in the mix there in Atlanta, who's going to take a lot more touches than the Atlanta backs took last year on a percentage basis, who potentially could be a lot more involved in the passing game than those backs were last year. And I don't know if I see the pie like for him to get where he needs to go to become this fantasy difference maker. So I am very concerned with Kyle Pitts. Obviously, if you just looked at it season long, he's going to be better because he was injured last year. But on a per game basis, I'm going to say same. Yeah. The one thing I will point out is, you know, Ritter in his four starts averaged. It was right around five to six pass attempts per game more than Marcus Mariota. And you, you know, that doesn't sound like a huge difference. But over the course of the season, you're talking about 100 plus passes. So, you know, that's where. I think even if not much changes, even if Desmond Ritter isn't very good, I do think Kyle Pitts, it'll he'll get back to the 800-yard range, I think. But, you know, whether he can get to 65 yards per game, I think that's a different question. What about Darren Waller? Progression or regression from him? I hate to answer these questions with the giant stuff in my background, but I can only see progression going forward with Darren Waller. He's already been taking really well to the to the coaching and to the system. He's picked it up fast. He in OTAs just recently today when we're recording, he was the star of OTAs. That means nothing. They're in shorts and shells. I get it. But Daniel Jones is like, I haven't had a six foot six player my entire career, and he's a true six six. And I just feel like what we saw last year with Brian Dable and Mike Kafka was they found a way to maximize Daniel Bellinger, Daniel uh, Hudson. They had Lawrence Cager off waivers in the red zone who were scoring mm-hmm. touchdowns for them. So in the red zone specifically, that's where they really shine with these tight ends. We saw Kafka do it with Travis Kelsey, obviously, and some of those backup tight ends when he was with the Chiefs. So I just think Waller's a really good chance to get the double-digit touchdowns, and that alone makes you, you know, makes him gonna uh, gives him progression from last season. The one thing I would point out is this is a 31-year-old or soon-to-be 31-year-old who has Missed a decent amount of time over the past couple of seasons with soft tissue injuries. Yep. He also hasn't had more than 80 or hasn't had 80 yards or more in a game since week 11 of the 2021 season. So, you know, it's it's not just bouncing back. It's, you know, staying healthy. And obviously the opportunity is there, but I'm not 100 percent convinced that I want to pay a premium for him. What about Evan Ingram coming off a career best season with the Jaguars? Do you think he's going to be better or worse in 2020? Regression for sure here, Chris. I just, there's not enough balls to go around that Jaguars offense. Mm-hmm. A lot of talented players. Calvin Ridley comes back into the mix. Trevor Lawrence takes a progression from a passing standpoint, starts to throw more downfield. A lot of those layup throws that were going to Ingram are no longer going to Ingram. They're going to Ridley or even Christian Kirk on the vertical plane. So, Look, I think it's going to be he's still going to have some blow up games, but they're going to be he's going to be a much better best ball player. Yeah, he had that three game stretch where he caught 11, eight and seven passes from weeks 14 through 16. You look at the games that were around that one. It was one catch for four yards, five catches for 30 yards, one catch for 16 yards and then had one good playoff game, one bad playoff game. So, yeah, 
I think we kind of remember the big blow up during the fantasy playoffs. And that might make us think that Evan Ingram was a little better than he was, but yeah, I, I don't expect him to take a step forward. And with the addition of Calvin Ridley, I think it's entirely possible. He's a little worse next season. So again, not an, not a guy that I want to pay any kind of premium for with Evan Ingram. If he falls to me, I'm okay with it, but that's going to do it for FFT and five. We'll see you tomorrow. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.